All right, we are back with our Congressman, Eric Burleson. How are you this morning, sir? Good morning, Alex. How are you? Doing very well. Welcome, buddy. Man, what an exciting time, I mean, to be there. I mean, we just had the the Jim Jordan news conference where you, where were you? Like, what did you get? Are you close in proximity to that? What's going on with that? No, I've got a, um, I'm not in the Judiciary Committee. I'm in, I've got a uh, breakfast meeting with the Education Committee. Um, So, but. Okay, so you got work to do is what you're saying. You can't just sit around watching TV all day. (laughs) Watching everybody else. Yeah. So, so but it's been quite a week. Yeah, absolutely. Well, give us some, give us your thoughts on this. What's give us some inside info on what do you think is going to happen? Speaker of the house. Okay. So last week, I'm trying to remember Friday when we talked, I was excited that it looked like Jim Jordan had a chance, right? Then we went into our uh, conference votes and the, like, that's I've never seen more swampy things than I saw that day really? and, and what I've been seeing the last week. There were all these maneuvers. Basically, everyone realized Jim Jordan is going to be the nominee and he's going to have the votes. And so you had all these maneuvers by people that have been here forever. The old guard uh-huh. that, um, that like to spend money. Most of them are the appropriators. They like to spend money. And it's obvious who they are because now they're voting against Jim Jordan. But they were they were doing these maneuvers like they would send people out of the room and then make a quorum call and say, we don't have we don't have a quorum. We can't vote. They would try to do that. They would try to delay the vote for that day. And they, they got it delayed by two hours. And then and, and within that two hours, they were able to get this guy that basically was their proxy, Austin Scott. Um to, to put, be put forward as an alternative to Jim Jordan. And he didn't get, he got like 80 votes. Jim Jordan got over a hundred votes. No, like a hundred and almost 130 votes. So it was, so now Jim Jordan's speaker designee. And all of these people who complained for the entire year about the 20 people back in January that voted against McCarthy suddenly found themselves in a situation where they are voting against the speaker designee, violating the rules or violating decorum. And, and the, the problem is um, we're, we're all being punished. It's like you're shooting your nose to spite your face, people. We have to get to work. But, but, That's what's frustrating. We're talking to Congressman Burleson, who's in D.C. right now, hopefully going to have a vote a little bit later today. My question is, why Why all of a sudden we're seeing crazy names come up, I mean, that we haven't seen at all, like, uh, you know, Candace Miller or John Boehner or, you know, Zeldin or, or Granger. I mean, why, oh, why I are know. we seeing these crazy names come up that we haven't even had a discussion or nobody's saying anything for the last two to three weeks? They're not, they're not, re- nobody really wants John Boehner to come back. It, it, it's that, well, that, maybe that guy, Kelly, wants him to come back. Apparently, he's like a big fan of him. But, no, the John Boehner thing, it's just, it's, it's absurd. It, it's basically just, they can say Mickey Mouse, you know? It, it's just to stop Jim Jordan. So you're saying that day, Congressman, are you saying they're playing games so they can get something that they want? They're, they're using it as a bargaining? Is that what you're saying? So I think that they're trying to halt his election so that he gives up and then they, they get their guy. Well, guess what? And I, and I said this in front of the conference. So this isn't, this is think this through. This is not logical. 
if Jim Jordan goes down, are let's just say they're not people like me who were only going to vote for Jim Jordan going forward. Right. Yeah. You, it is not a possibility. So I hope that these folks, and I, what I said, my phone is when, you know, in, in January, the 20 people that were holding out on McCarthy were holding out because they wanted something changed in the rules. What do you all want? Because if you're just saying no, then you're doing a disservice to the rest of us. Yeah. You have, you owe it to us to go to talk to Jim Jordan and figure out how to get to a yes. So you know, they, don't, they don't even want to go and talk with him? They don't want to meet with him? No, we found out during conference that there are members that won't even answer his phone. Wow. So, so okay, we saw in the news Jim Jordan was in, then yesterday it looked like, well, he was going to withdraw, and then he was back in yesterday evening. What's what's going on there? So he, he never withdrew. What he did, he so there was all the, one of those things that was kind of holding some people back, because as long as there's an alternative gym, that, that group of 20 or more are going to want to do the alternative to Jim Jordan. So <clears throat> there, there has been this idea floated that we could allow government to move forward under, under, under a speaker pro tem, Patrick McHenry. In other words, you give Patrick McHenry the powers that the speaker has and for a p- period of time, and that gives Jim Jordan time to rally the rest of the votes. Yeah. So, Cause keep the, keep this in mind when somebody's elected speaker, usually in November, they have two months before the vote to, to get everybody else that voted against them. And Jim Jordan doesn't, didn't get that kind of chance. He's, he's not, he was given one weekend. Yeah. So yeah. that was the idea is put Patrick in for a little bit and Jim Jordan was very gracious enough to say, if that's what the conference wants to do, I'm, I will do that. I don't want, I don't want this to happen. I, and I thought that was very humble and gracious of him because it's very risky because the, it, the outcome could be that we continue to keep Patrick as speaker for, you know, again and again and again indefinitely. Yeah. But isn't he under limited powers though? He is right now. What we would have to have done, what we would have to do is pass something, a rule okay. change that gives him the powers of speaker. Well, it's pretty messy. I yeah. mean, at the same time, it's kind of fun and exciting to watch. We're witnessing history here in our country. And um, we want to we want to kind of get to your thoughts on the speech of President Biden. But before I do that, just real quickly, how is this going to end and when does it end? Guys, I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I knew. I just, I'm telling you, I want it to end. I want to be home. I miss I, I miss being home, um, to be honest with you. Um, and the, and I'm, and I'm getting more and more frustrated, but, um, thank but yeah, you. I want it to end. Thank you for serving us. Yes. And we really do appreciate that. So, well, let's do it. Um, yeah. what's your thoughts on the speech last night? President Biden. I didn't see it. I'll have to look it up. You didn't miss you anything. Didn't miss Don't anything. worry about it. Yeah. Chris, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss anything. The one thing, I mean, went back and forth and, and you probably do need to watch it because at some, and I know you would, I know you will. Of course you will. You just got this speaker of the house thing going on because he's promised or he's going to be asking you guys for $100 billion and a big chunk of it's going to go to Ukraine. He used the Israeli uh, conflict or the war in Israel to basically, how'd you put it, Alex? The vision of 
dead babies. Yeah, I mean, he's he's because he, we I think that he's trying to get money for Ukraine, hundred billion and sixty billion that's going to Ukraine, and basically he's trying to do it off of the the thought of killing babies in Israel. That yeah. just seems just inappropriate to me because he's trying to play off of our yeah. sympathies. But where are we at on that? We yeah. got to give money to Ukraine once you guys I, get this thing figured out with the Speaker of the House. Um, I I, I think that Ukraine is going to get some money at some point. Um, I, I said before, I think we made a commitment to Ukraine after they gave up their nuclear weapons to give them three hundred million annually in defense. Yeah, uh, that three hundred million is not eighty billion. <laughs> that is that is not eighty billion. We can't afford. In my opinion, I think we need to fix the border of our nation first. Yes, he didn't even bring that up last night. First, he never talked about that. And I would, and the truth is, if you fix the border, we've we the the numbers for the CBO are that that we have to the border is costing us nearly like one hundred and fifty billion dollars a year. Okay, if you fix the border, that would pay for, you know, conceivably pay for this aid that they want to send out, I would, I would want to fight for the border to be fixed. Mm. And then let's talk about money to, uh, to the Israel and Ukraine. Now, frankly, of the two, I would support Israel a lot more than I would Ukraine. Israel is a true Western democracy. It's a true Republic that gives people freedom of religion, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, all of those things. And that is the fact that that's in the Middle East and the fact that that, I mean, Alex, Chris, you and I, you guys, we're all, we're believers. Yeah. We, I don't want to be on the other side of that war. Oh, no, you're right. I want to, I want to be on the side of Israel that's um, good. all the time. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. What's, what's going on with Rashida Tlaib? Are you guys going to censor her, kick her out of Congress, ship her back as Trump would say to wherever she wants to go? What, what's going to happen with that? Yeah, I, I think that we sh- we ought to look at it. I, maybe maybe boot him off a committee, but this this whole thing that happened with the hospital in in Gaza is crazy. And that I, I want I think that they should they should walk back their words now that the facts have come out and yeah. that Hamas basically bombed their own hospital. Yeah, and they the have. Facts yeah, are pretty obvious. They have video footage. <laughs> you, you can see the rocket being launched from the graveyard next to the hospital and then boop and fly into the hospital. And then they've got audio recordings of people, of the guys, the Hamas guys, talking about it. Crazy. So, Nuts. Well, Congressman, we really appreciate you, bud. Keep up the good work. I know you got a long, long day, it sounds like, in front of you. I, I It doesn't sound like you're going to get the votes today, but you never know. You never know what might happen. Maybe we'll get lucky. And that's, uh, you're voting today at 9 o'clock our time, 10 o'clock in D.C., is that right? Or supposed to be? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, hey, we got a guest in the studio who wants to say hi to you. You know him very, very well. Just real quick here, Matt, you want to say hi to our congressman? Hey, Eric. Matt, Matt. Morrow, how you doing, man? Good to see you. Or hey, Matt. You, I guess how are you, here. bud? <laughs> you're, you're so... You're so engaged. I feel like I'm looking right at you. You're doing a, doing a great job. Hey, thanks for thanks for staying strong in there. I know it's a tough time right now, but uh, really appreciate your service to our uh, to our country and to our district. Thanks so much. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you too.